Good morning, sports ethos, and welcome to another edition of DFS Today. This is your Tuesday, March 29th edition. I'm here with the one, the only, DJ Sammy Caps. How you doing today, buddy? I'm doing well, guys. I just got home from dinner. It was nice. So I'm doing well. I'm full, but I'm ready to go. I'm, <laughs> you know? <laughs> Perfect. Yep. I just I didn't go out to dinner, but I just had dinner too. And I'm full and I'm also ready to go. So this is gonna be a good one. Let's go. We got ourselves a nice once again five game slate with four games all tipping off from at before seven thirty PM. Um and then we have that one late game. So uh, we're in a similar boat as as we have been the last couple of weeks. But without further ado, let's just jump right into this. First game on the docket, 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. We have the Chicago Bulls taking on the Washington Wizards. Uh, no spread for the Bulls. Uh, I mean, no injury report for the Bulls uh, as they are on the back end of a back-to-back. But we have an injury report for the Wizards. Bradley Beal, Vernon Carey, Kyle Kuzma are all out. We have a... 225 and a half game total, uh, and the Bulls are three point road favorites. I'll throw it on over to you, my friend. Your favorite team. What are you looking at on the Bulls side of the ball? Yeah, uh, definitely. I mean, I was really taking an extra look at the at the lineup, um, and really outside of our big three, Levine, DeRozan, and Vooch, I'm again looking at probably, like I said last week, one of my favorite six men in the league. Alex Caruso. Uh, he's been great in the last two games. He scored in double digits in both games and was so close to grabbing a triple-double in his last game out against the Cavs. In that game, he had 10 points, 8 rebounds, and 7 assists. So like I said, he's still my favorite sixth man for the Bulls. and I think for 5,300, he could definitely help us tonight with some value. But who do you got? Yeah. Um, <clears throat> I think Caruso's in a solid spot here at 5,300. Uh, we'll see if anybody gets added to the injury report back end of a back-to-back. I know Zach Levine's been dealing with some injuries there. Um, <clears throat> he's playing through it for the most part, but it is a back-to-back, so it's always something to keep an eye on. He did play 35, then 34 minutes in the last back-to-back, uh, and then wound up playing 40 the next game, and then uh, 39 minutes at Cleveland. And then against the Knicks, he just played 36 minutes last night. So uh, I think he's fine, but you never know. And if he's out, that does help a lot of the guys, especially DeMar DeRozan and 8,300. who's going to be one of my uh, more selected higher price plays. Um, I don't think that price tag is that big at all, especially with Washington missing some people. So I really like DeRozan in this one. I think Vooch at 8K makes some sense in a, a decent matchup here. Uh, and I like what well, you mentioned. I, li- I like Caruso, too. He didn't have a great game against the Knicks, uh, but he has been playing a lot better outside of that one. Uh, so he's something to keep an eye on. Uh, Pat Williams probably not going to play in the back end of a back-to-back. Uh, he did the first time, surprisingly. I don't know why he played both ends of the back-to-back in his first two games back. Um, but I don't know if they'll do it again. This is going to be his fifth game or sixth game in um, eight nights here. So I don't think they'll do that, but we'll see. Um, on the other side of the ball, <clears throat> there's no Kuzma. There's no uh, Bradley Beal. That's a lot of... Uh, stuff to go around still. Chris Tapps, Porzingis, 8500 That's That's a good price tag as well. Uh, you're not paying a premium, and he's putting up a decent amount of points in his last... Uh, in the last four, he has at least three games of 45 or more points, points and two of them with 57. On uh, the last game, he put up 
nearly 46 fantasy points against the the Warriors, and he shot a dreadful 6 of 21. Love the 21 shot attempts and 6 uh, threes with 11 free throw attempts. Uh, hate how he only made 6, but he did other damage to get his points. Uh, 9 rebounds, 6 assists, 2 stocks. Uh, so he had a really good game. He just shot the ball very poorly. I don't expect him to shoot again uh, 6 of 21 or under 30, 30% from the field. So I like who's, uh, Porzingis in this one again without Kuzma. Um, Ruby Hachimura, Denny Advia, Caldwell Pope, all three of these guys are getting extra minutes here, and even Kispert. Uh, all three, all four of those guys are getting extra run here without Kuzma, uh, more opportunity. I don't mind taking chances on any of them at their particular price tags. Kispert at 3,900, probably the best value play under 4K. Uh, he put up 25 actual points in the last game. I don't see him doing that again, uh, but he has that ability, uh, and he's playing minutes over 30 all the time, so you can definitely keep an eye on him. Uh, for me, I do think uh, Rui and, and Advia would be the other two outside of Caldwell Pulp if you're going to go in that mid-tier range. Um, I think there's just a lot to like on this side. And how about you? Yeah, I definitely agree. Uh, there's definitely a ton to like, but I'm looking at the same two you are, Denny and Rui. Um, what's really been standing out for me was that Denny's been really been playing well in the last two games. He had 21 points, 10 boards, and 4 assists against Detroit. And then he had 14 points and seven boards and four assists against the Warriors. So I look for him to have a decent game tonight against the Bulls. And then um, Rui, as we mentioned, uh, he's been playing great in the last four out of five games. The one game is the exception against the Warriors. Uh, for him, they were a little tougher, but his minutes have been consistent and he's been playing well with those minutes. Um, so I think he could definitely get back, get back on track tonight for us. All right, jumping on over to the next game of the night, again at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, we have the Milwaukee Bucks taking on the Philadelphia 76ers. We have Giannis, Probable, Bembry as out, and Jaden Springer also as out for the Sixers. Uh, we have a 227.5 game total, and the Sixers are 2.5 point home favorites. This is a battle of two teams that are tied in the standings right now, at two, uh, at both at 46 and 28, one game back of the Heat for the first place in the East. I'll throw it over to you, my friend. What are you looking at on the Bucks side? Uh, well, for the Bucks, I'm going to start with Brook Lopez. Uh, 4,200. He scored in double digits in four out of the last five games he played in, and he was close to a double-double twice, both with 10 points and six boards. So you might have a hard time tonight against Philly uh, if he's matching up with Embiid or the bigger guys, but I'll definitely be taking a look at him as a flyer. Um, and then, again, as always, I feel like I'm always looking at Bobby Portis, but, I mean, he's hard to miss. Uh, 6,300 tonight. His playing time has been inconsistent, but the good news is is that he stayed within 20 to 30 minutes a game in that range. Um, he double-doubled against the Wizards with 11 points and 12 boards, and he was close to another double-double his last game out against the Grizzlies with 7 points and 11 boards. So I think Portis is worth a look, and if you're stuck between him or Lopez, I would definitely be leaning towards Portis. But who do you got? Yeah, and uh, <clears throat> Giannis is him and Embiid are taking these games personally, uh, both in the running for MVP here. Giannis is in two games against the, the Sixers. He's averaging six, over 65 fantasy points. Uh, so he's an option here if you want to go Super Saiyan territory. And him not being 12K is nice to see. Uh, so I like that there. Outside of that, I do like the the call you made with Brooke Lopez. I think it's going to be a tough matchup for him, obviously, with Embiid on the other side of the ball. Uh, he's still going to be seeing limited minutes. He did wind up seeing 28 minutes against uh, the Wizards on the 
about five days ago, which was good to see. So he's creeping up there a little bit. I think it's not going to be too much more than that if it is even gets the 28 minutes. But um, four straight games, at least 19 fantasy points in three games with at least 24 and a half fantasy points. So at a mid or a, a low four two price tag, uh, that's some solid value there. You can expect him to get around 20 points or not uh, and bring back value and be able to pay elsewhere. So I do like that, even in a tough matchup. On the other side of the ball, I just mentioned Giannis and Bede. Again, they both take this game uh, personally. They're trying their hardest here. Embiid um, <clears throat> only played one game against the Bucks. He scored 69 fantasy points, had 42 actual points uh, with 14 boards and five assists. He shot 14 of 21 from the field. So uh, both these guys will be certainly in play. I don't like the matchup for either of them. It's going to be a tough out, drag it out, uh, defensive-minded game with some nice offensive plays there. Uh, but those two guys are head over heels, the best options if you're going to pay up um, in this game. <clears throat> Outside of Embiid, not really too interested in anyone else on this side of the ball. I think Maxi and Harris both have decent price tags, uh, and you can attack them. I know Maxi's had success against this Bucks team, uh, averaging over 38 fantasy points in two games. Harris has had some success as well, uh, 35 fantasy points in his one game. Uh, but those games were uh, – there's Harden here now, so that takes a little bit of ding out of both of them. Uh, in a tough matchup, I'm probably just going to leave it to Embiid if I, if I go to this side at all. Uh, but how about you? Yeah, no, I agree. Um, I'm really also only looking at Maxi. Um, like you said, he's been he's been on a tear as of late. Um, his last five games, he scored all in double digits with his highest point total being 28 against Miami. Granted, that was back on March 21st, um, but it's still within the last five games. Uh, and he's been close to a double-double with his points and assist numbers. And I look for him to break through and possibly have a low-end double-double. Um, I don't think he'll he'll be outstanding. Um, but I think he'll get his minutes and, like I said, have a low end double double for us tonight. All right. And the next game on the docket, we have the Detroit Pistons taking on the New Jersey. Uh, I almost said New Jersey. Brooklyn Nets. <laughs> oh, my <laughs> gosh. It's been changed for years now. Right. <laughs> I was going to say New York uh, Nets, but I almost said New Jersey after that. Um, <clears throat> on the injury report, we have just Joe Harris, Ben Simmons out. Uh, and on the Pistons, we have. Amade Diallo and Jeremy Grant, Isaiah Livers, and Chris Smith all out. Um, we have a 230 game total, which is the highest of the night, and the spread is also the highest of the night. The Nets are 12.5-point home favorites. I'll throw it over to you. What are you looking at on the Pistons side of the ball? Uh, well, for the Pistons, I'm looking at Marvin Bagley. Uh, he's 5,600 tonight, and he's been close to playing max minutes in the last two games, with both of them being 35 minutes in each game. Uh, his play has transitioned. And he's been taking advantage of the minutes. Uh, he scored 25 and 27 points with five and seven rebounds. And he's still under 6K. So I think, again, him, his scoring is going to be, I think, continuing, at least in the 20s, maybe high teens for his points. But I think he could crack the rebounds and get a couple more and have a have a double-double for us tonight. And then I'm looking at Isaiah Stewart. Uh, he's 5,000 for tonight in his last five games. He has either double-doubled or has been one basket, literally one basket away from notching that double-double. Uh, he's gotten eight points with 12, board, 12, 13, 10 port boards in three games. So I know that was a little confusing, but in the last three games, he's gotten eight points each with 12, 13, and 10 boards. Then he had 12 points with eight boards against the Wizards. And finally, in his last game out, he broke through, and he had a low-end double-double with 10 points and 10 boards. So look for him to just miss a double-double once more or have even another low end 
it's kind of hard to tell at the rate that he's been at, but I think he could definitely give us value for tonight. But who do you got? Yeah, and I like both those guys. Uh, with Grant out, <clears throat> out still, they both can play together in the front court a little bit more, but keep Bay at small forward. Uh, so I really like Bagley and, and Stewart. Bagley has the higher upside at 5,600, so that's where I'll be going a lot. Um, and you, you said it. He's been really good. Last four games, he's had at least 25 fantasy points. The last two, he has 37-plus fantasy points. Um, been really solid here. And uh, I like Bagley the most in this matchup. I think they're going to have a lot of chances to score here. Um, on the other side of the ball, Kyrie Irving. I thought he was going to go off in his first home game. Uh, he shot 6 of 22, was really poor from the field. Uh, he still put up 40 fantasy points because he had 16 and 11. Uh, I think this might be a a bounce back for him. 10-8 uh, is an or expensive price tag for him, but against the net or well against the Pistons at home, uh, second home game. I think uh, the first one was just getting the feel for that home court again. This one might be the explosion if this game can stay competitive, uh, and they need to win this game because they are only a half game of up above the Hornets and only one game above the Hawks to fall into the nine and ten seed where they have to win two games in the play-in to uh, advance to the playoffs. So I really like Kyrie here. KD is KD at 11-3. If I pay for KD, I know he can put up 60 fantasy points here, but uh, I think I would rather just jump up to one of the studs in the next or the previous game if I'm going to pay up to in the 11K range. Uh, But outside of Irving, I think Seth Curry at 5-4 makes some sense here. I do prefer Bagley, a guy we just spoke about over him, but uh, Seth Curry was playing pretty well before he missed a couple of days there. and he's starting to bounce back a little bit, has 10 shots in the last two games. But for me, mainly Kyrie Irving. And uh, I can look at Andre Drummond, too. I know everybody's back. We have Klax in there. Uh, we have Aldridge back now. But this is his former team where he played pretty much most of his career. Uh, so he'll always bring something a little bit extra going back to Detroit. Um, how about you? Yeah, I agree. I'm <clears throat> looking at Andre Drummond. Um uh, He's been looking like his old self, really, in the last two games. He's gotten 13 and 20 points with 11 and 17 boards. So it's not his usual 20-20 like we're seeing when he was in Detroit. But I think even against the Mavs back on March 16th, he had 14 points and 17 boards. We don't see those those lines from him as often as we used to. So it's nice to see them pop up more, pop up more often lately. Like I said, I don't think he'll have another 20-17 and 17 game tonight, but I do believe we'll see the old Drummond once again and maybe have uh, maybe 15-12. and 12. I think that'd be fair for him tonight. And for 5,500, that's plenty of value in my opinion. All right, I like it. I got one more. Sorry, Sam. Oh, you know. <laughs> oh. I'm going to be looking at Bruce Brown as well. Uh, 5,800. Uh, even with Kyrie cleared the play at home now, we did see his minutes dip down to the 20s, but he was still productive. He had a low-end Close to a low-end double-double, uh, 10 points and 6 boards. So I definitely think he's worth a look and can give us some productivity. All right. Nice, nice. Okay. <laughs> Sorry for jumping the gun on that one. But... Oh, you're good. You're good. <laughs> All right. We'll jump on over to the next game, second to last game of the night. The Los Angeles Lakers taking on the Dallas Mavericks at 7.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. For a spread, we have a 220 game total, uh, and the Mavs are 11-point home favorites. On the injury report, uh, we have Sterling Brown, Tim Hardaway Jr., Theo Pinson, all out. Anthony Davis, doubtful. That's good to see. Uh, Dwight Howard, probable. LeBron James, also doubtful. Mason Jones, Kendrick Nunn, 
uh, both. I'll, I'll throw it over to you. What are you looking at on the Lakers side of the ball? Um, well, I'm looking at Dwight Howard. He's 3,800. He's been playing decent in his last two games, scoring 24 and 8 points. And he also had 8 and 10 points, or 10 boards, I should say. Um, so he's not a must-add in tonight, but um, maybe more so with that injury report that we just said, but he's definitely worth a look. And then Malik Monk, 5,200. He's been really on a scoring tear, tear in his last two games. He had 23 points in each game, and he had three and six assists, six assists in those games as well. So his minutes, which have been 32 and 29 minutes in the last two games, and his scoring is what to look out for tonight. And I think him barely being 5K at 5,200, he's worth a look and a fill-in for our lineups tonight. But who do you got? Yeah, I originally would have said nobody, uh, but with LeBron doubtful, I guess you can look at some of these options uh, like Monk, Mello, Tucker, possibly Austin Reeves. I uh, don't really like any of them, to be honest, against this tough Mavs team. But there's going to be some garbage time points here, uh, most especially if LeBron James does not suit up. He's doubtful, so I don't expect him to. But some garbage time points where some of those, one of those four guys or two of those four guys can put up a decent line, and they're so cheap that you can take a chance on them. Uh, but I really don't feel comfortable with any of them, so I'll only do it to fill out my lineup at the end uh, if, I, if I'm if i around that price range. But um, I think you can take your chance on any of them. If I had to put them in order, it would be Monk first, Reeves second, Mello third, and Tucker fourth. All right. Uh, jumping on over to the other side of the ball, and we might not have LeBron. Uh, we don't have Anthony Davis. But I mean, they're both doubtful. Davis shouldn't be coming back yet. Uh, yeah, I'm not going to pay out for Luka. This game shouldn't be competitive whatsoever. I don't need to pay out for Luka here. Uh, we have other people in that price range. I don't really want to pay up for many of them. Uh, Jalen Brunson, 5,900. He could get extra run here, uh, run some more offense. He hasn't. He's taken a backseat since Spencer Dinwiddie came to this team. Uh, he's now kind of like the third guard. Uh, they have Dinwiddie, Brunson, and him. I mean, Dinwiddie, Luca, and him all playing. Uh, there's Reggie Bullock as well. If I want to take a chance on one of these, one of them. Uh, Jalen Brunson, because I think he'll get some extra opportunity here uh, to remind us how good he was earlier in the season. But outside of that, not huge. If you want to go to Reggie Bullock revenge game against his former team, sure. Uh, but I'm probably going to stay away from this game. I, I don't know how blowout it's going to get, and I don't know when they're going to pull all their starters to play like the Josh Greens and whatnot of the world. Uh, but how about you? Yeah, um, I'm looking at Brunson too. Uh, I think he played great his last game out against the Jazz. He scored 22 points with 10 boards and five assists. And even even in in garbage time, I think he'll get some more minutes tonight. But I think he can notch another another double double for us. Um, and I'm also looking at Spencer Dinwiddie, 6100. He's consistently been in the 20s, the high 30s in minutes, and he's been really filling the stat sheet as well. Uh, his scoring has been down in the last two games, but I also think if he plays more minutes tonight, if it gets to be garbage time, I think he'll he might not be worth 6100. So I'd look, I'd look at him, um, but he'll definitely get more chances tonight, in my opinion. All right, jumping on over to the last game of the night, we have at 10%, 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, the Utah Jazz taking on the Los Angeles Clippers. We have uh, Kawhi Leonard, Norman Powell, Jason Preston, Jay Scrub, Azabuki, Son Whiteside all out, Daniel House, Bo- Bojan Bogdanovic, and Rudy Gobert all questionable, and the big one also questionable, Paul George is questionable to make a return here. Um, and then we also have a 215 game total, which is the lowest of the night. And the Jazz are one and a half point road favorites. 
throw it over to you. What are you looking at on this jazz side of the ball? Um, yeah, I'm looking at Jordan Clarkson. Uh, he seems to be another like sixth man of the NBA that I really like. Uh, he's 6,000 tonight. He's gotten almost max minutes in most of his last five games that he's played uh, with 29 minutes in the last game out. He's also taken advantage of his uh, playing time with almost double doubling in his last game out with 14 points and six assists. Um, like I said, he's another another six man I really like in the league, so I look for him to have a solid outing tonight. Um, and I'm also looking at Rudy Gay, 3,400. In his last game out, he had 18 points and eight boards and two assists. He only played 23 minutes, but he was close to a double-double, uh, just two rebounds away. So I think with him being under 4K, he's definitely a filler for us in tonight's lineups. But who do you got? Yeah, and it's interesting. Uh, <clears throat> we have backup center, backup, backup center, both out. And starting center as questionable. Uh, if Rudy Gobert plays, and this is the only late game of the night, unfortunately. Uh, so if you're going to put Rudy, Ga- uh, Rudy Gobert in your lineup, I would hopefully you can have him at your util spot. If not, uh, I guess you can always fall back and put uh, Zubats in there, which who, at 5,400 who gets a very nice matchup if Gobert is not there as well. Uh, but Gobert at 7,300 is just very low. He should be 8K right here. Uh, if he's ready to go a full complement of minutes, there's no white side, as I mentioned. There's not even an Azabuki. Uh, he should be playing a ton of minutes if he's playing. And he's had success against this team uh, this year, averaging over 47 fantasy points. That's just easy money if he's playing here. So I really like Gobier here. Uh, but we just don't know if he's playing. Um, Clarkson is decent as well. If Bogdanovich is still missing again, he's questionable for this. So his house uh, that helps Clarkson's there. If both of those guys are, if everybody is playing, I'm probably just sticking mainly to go beer. Um, maybe taking a chance on getting Royce O'Neal there for 3,900, but not too much else. I think I can just load up on go beer here. On the other side of the ball, <clears throat> it's tough. I'm not going to touch Paul George in his first game back if he does play, uh, but him being questionable really shakes things up. Again, this is the only late game. Um, I have shears of like a Terrence man or a Reggie Jackson. And then Paul George does play. It's going to put a big damper on uh, the, the upside of those guys. Same with Marcus Morris uh, and Covington. I'm not huge on any, uh, a lot of these guys, man, I don't mind, uh, but it's going to put a big damper on it. If Paul George does play, even if he plays 25 minutes, uh, anytime a big star like that comes back in after missing so long, the team has to adjust. He has to adjust. It changes a lot of things up here. Uh, so Zubats will be in play for me just in case there's no Gobeer. I'm going to have a lot of Gobeer. And uh, if there is no Gobeer, Zubats' matchup just gets infinitely better because there is no backup center either, even though Hassan Whiteside's an easy matchup for people. And there's no backup backup center. So uh, Zubats is definitely in play for me here. Probably won't start him. Uh, I would go with the Gobeer route. And if Gobeer doesn't miss, just put him Zubats. He should have a field day as well. Uh, and that's probably where I'm um, sticking to the most here. But how about you? Yeah. Um. If you guys are filling out this game with maybe just the one game slate since it's the late game, um, I'd be looking at Isaiah Hart- Hartenstein, uh, 4,700. And in, in his last two games, he scored 14 points and 16 points with two boards and nine boards. Um. So he almost double-doubled in his last game with 16 points and nine boards. With him being under 5K, he's a nice value play for us tonight. And then I'm also looking at Terrence Mann. Um, he scored in double digits in the last five games with double doubling against the Cavs on March 14th with 18 points and 10 boards. He also almost doubled 
double-double twice with 16 points and 9 rebounds against Toronto and 24 points and 8 rebounds against the Nuggets. So, again, with him being under 6K, he's a mid-value play for us tonight, and I think he could definitely help us out. All right, buddy. Okay, we did our five-game slate. Before we head on out of here, um, let's run through our player tiers real quick. Throw it over to you. We'll go to our favorite high price play of the night. Yeah, and you said you didn't like him, but, I mean, I'm just going to be looking at Luca. Honestly, he's going to put up his numbers. Uh, 11-4, I think he'll definitely give us his value back, if not outperform. Um, and he'll be the reason why this goes into garbage time, I think. But who do you got? Yeah, uh, I really like Tamar DeRozan at 8300 I think you could, you don't have to pay a premium for him. Um, there's a possibility that Zach Levine or someone else misses. Uh, maybe not because they are teetering on the edge of going into the play- playing game after having a huge first half. Uh, but I think it's DeMar DeRozan at 8300 uh, I could still get one of the high-priced players in that second game of the night where I really like. And I think DeRozan could deliver 35-plus actual points with uh, a bunch of goodies elsewhere. But how about your favorite mid-tier play of the night? Yeah, for the mid-tier, I'm going to have to go back to Brunson. Um, like I said, he scored 22 points and 10 boards with five assists on his last game out against the Jazz. So I think he could definitely help us notch another double-double tonight against the Lakers. But who do you got? All right. Uh, and, yeah, I'm going to go with Rudy Gobert. Uh, I said a lot about him just moments ago. Uh, if he does play, he's questionable, so it's it's very up in the air right now. But if he does play, I expect a very big game. He's averaging uh, over 47 fantasy points against this Clippers team, and I expect that to happen again. And he's just a bargain price of 7300 um, Yep. And how about your favorite value play of the night? Yeah, so for my value, I literally just talked about him, but Hartenstein, uh, 4700 and I think he could definitely get that one more rebound and give us that double-double for us tonight. But who do you got? Right, I like it. I'm going to throw in a uh, Rui Hashimura there at 4,600. Um, still no Kuzma. Uh, he's been he's hit or miss, but he scores in doubled figures, and sometimes he can blow up. Uh, I expect him to have a decent shooting game in this one with the, uh, the Bulls not having a prominent power forward yet with Patrick Williams still working his way back. All right, buddy, that does it for our five game slate. Uh, before we head on out of here, is there anything else that you want to say? Just good luck guys. I hope we were able to help you and, uh, go in some money for us. All right. Thank you again. Uh, and everybody have a good night. Good luck. We'll catch you again tomorrow. Everyone guys.